0: You're listening to SBS News.
1: Hi, my name is Maria. Hi, my name is Vlada. And we came from Ukraine. We are dancers.
0: War is destroying the northern suburbs of Kyiv, building by building. These are not military targets, but homes. The victims are civilians, not soldiers.
1: Будемо триматися, держати кулаки. І все буде добре.
2: As Russian bombs continue to rain down on Ukraine, two performing artists who trained in Kiev have arrived in Australia. And with the help of a former Australian circus performer, they're able to continue their dream of dancing in safety. Maria Borysak and Vlada Makushia are now back in the dance studio in Australia. On the day they speak to SBS, they're enjoying a bit of time by the seaside in Sydney.
1: Every day I and Masha speak about that. It's like a dream for us, it's like a film. We, I never um, can imagine this uh, situation in my life, where I stay in Ukraine, where I'm, when I have a lot of trainings or try to do something. And I can't imagine that I can stay here and I can dance and I can see all these people, this city and we really fall in love with Sydney. Oh my God, it's really beautiful city.
2: That's Vlada. She's 21 while Maria is aged 19. The pair arrived in Sydney recently from Poland with few possessions, the clothes they were wearing and a couple of warm coats in a small bag. They are among 750 Ukrainian performing arts students being relocated worldwide from the capital, Kyiv. So far, almost 300 have been rehomed, four in Australia, thanks in part to the efforts of one woman, former circus performer, entrepreneur and mum, Jasmine Straga, and the World Circus Federation.
0: Currently we've got uh, 292 uh, students that we've got out, and so the rest of the 750 uh, are still there. Um, Some of them don't want to leave. Uh, The Ukrainians are very patriotic and they really want to help their country. Uh, Other people are in a more complicated situation where they could either be scared to leave or they can't leave due to their age. There's a lot of students at the academy um, that are over 18 and the males aren't allowed to leave once they turn 18, so we're sort of dealing with a few different uh, complexities.
2: Ms Straga's goal is to help save Ukraine's performing arts industry, which she says is a big part of the country's cultural heritage. Maria and Vlada entered Australia on T600 tourist visas and Ms Straga has already applied for 449 and 786 temporary humanitarian visas, which would enable them to apply for work, study and obtain Medicare benefits. The Australian government announced the temporary humanitarian visas in March, which allow refugees from Ukraine to live in Australia for three years. The Minister for Immigration's office says more than 7,200 visitor visas have been issued to Ukrainians so far, and 2,600 have arrived in Australia. Most of those arrivals are now transitioning to humanitarian visas. For Ms Straga, assisting the women is also personal, as she fears for their safety if they don't find refuge somewhere.
0: When I was a performer, I was in some really sticky situations, and I was really scared to tell my parents and get help, and... I always, for me, I really wanted to make sure that when I got to a position of, I guess, authority in my industry, that I would be able to help younger students, like, or younger performers, and so they wouldn't get into those situations and have some support.
2: Vlada and Maria have moved to the New South Wales Central Coast and have recently resumed full-time dance training at Lee Academy, a dance and performing arts school which has offered a six-month scholarship and full-time dance diploma at no cost. Miss Straga's friend has also offered her home free of charge as a base for the dancers while they train. Katerina Ajaru is co chair of the Australian Federation of Ukrainian Organisations and describes Australians as incredibly generous for opening their hearts and their homes. But she says millions of Ukrainians displaced by conflict still need assistance and those arriving here still face challenges. Though we have displaced people come here, it's mostly women and children which have left their husbands, which have left their fathers behind, which have left their cousins, brothers, so there are families that are completely broken, and even though part of the family has a safe sky over their head and in in a safe environment, they are absolutely torn because the other half of their family, the other half of their heart, has stayed behind, still in a war zone, being bombed. The the biggest things that I see in terms of the, the mental health impact is definitely Uh, a level of shock. It's definitely post-traumatic stress. It's a huge level of anxiety. For Vlada and Maria, their arrival in Sydney marks the end of a long and harrowing journey from Ukraine that began almost two months ago. Before the invasion, the pair studied full-time at the Kiev Academy of Circus and Variety Arts, which was established in 1961. Maria fled to Krakow in Poland with her mother and sister, who remained there after they spent weeks hiding in a damp bunker under the family home in Ternopil, near the western city of Lviv.
1: We all uh, were sick because the bunker was very cold, uh, very wet maybe. And uh, we have with my sister pneumonia. Uh, so, and you, in Ukraine you can't uh, uh, have good treatment because all uh, doctors, all uh, clinics uh, with soldiers, with people who came from like hot points. So, you, you can't even have medical like, treatment.
2: Her father remains in Ukraine under mandatory conscription rules, despite having a heart condition. The women call their families every day, but Maria says she's overwhelmed with fear when her father doesn't answer the phone. During heavy bombing in March, Vlada continued to practice at the Kiev Academy of Circus and Variety Arts and slept in a hallway at her apartment.
0: Residents are hunkering down underground in what was once a bustling subway station, now a makeshift bomb shelter. Pets and crosswords help to pass the time as the grim reality of war sinks in.
1: Every night in Kiev where I stay here is the dangerous time and this night starts sirens and explosions. And we understand that we need to prepare uh, my house for this one. Uh, I have a bed on my floor. I just um, take a lot of pillows here and uh, um, I need to sleep uh, far away from window.
2: Wlada eventually caught a crowded train to Poland, fleeing west with thousands of others displaced by the conflict.
1: I just um, go in the train, I uh, grow my, um, see on the window and I see this bomb and these explosions. A lot of people on the train like screaming, tra- uh, shaking.
2: Vlada is in the final months of a four-year choreography program and, like Maria, is pursuing her Kiev studies remotely while training in Australia. The pair have been practising in studio free of charge at Dance North Academy in Sydney's Brookvale. Miss Straga, who runs the Australian Circus Festival, has set up a GoFundMe page to help with living expenses and is grateful to Australian businesses offering gifts of clothing, travel cards for transport and credit for free phone calls.
0: There's a lot of different goals so one of course is safety we want the kids out um, to be safe Uh, then we also have an emotional part of this too that we wanted to get them all out uh, with their friends or at least with some friends uh, so they could have some normality and some support around them too and also to continue their studies because all of them had these goals and these big dreams before the war broke out and we want them to be able to continue that dream and so the war hasn't taken everything from them. The arts is something you can't take from someone. So, yeah, it was to be able to give
2: them that. The performers are training in new dance shoes offered for free by a Sydney store and they're wearing street clothes from charity Dress for Success. Miss Straga hopes to bring more of Ukraine's performing artists to Australia to work and train here in the coming months. And you can listen to more episodes of Change Agents from your favourite podcaster, the SBS radio app, or your smart speaker. Peggy Giacomelos, SBS News.